0: Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Here we go. Hey, guys, how do you get (laughs) some of that in my cup? (laughs) What's going on? Welcome. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joss, but I know the show well. Of course you do. You're just an 80s film aficionado. Horshack. Vinnie Barbarino. Hey, we don't cuss on this show. <laughs> so welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It, this is, in fact, the webisodes of Jeremy Webb. This is number 24- Recorded Wednesday, January sixth, two thousand twenty one. We're on the other side now, guys. We're I mean, I know I talk about it all the time, but I mean this is the future. I mean, Mad Max happened in twenty twenty one. So you can really get an image of like how people are gonna start dressing right. in the next upcoming year.
1: Desert properties gonna be really a expensive. lot
0: of cod pieces, like studded yeah. cod pieces coming Metal. back into fashion. Pan cars. So here we are. We're in, we're in the future, and uh, and we're twenty four podcasts in, and uh, I I like to think that we've kind of like we've 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 matured, we've come a long way, we've learned a lot, and now here we are on the other side, uh, still still doing the damn thing.
1: Um, happy New Year, gentlemen. Yeah. So happy basically,
0: what I wanted to say is Happy New Year. I beat them I beat him to it, right? Mm-hmm. The. Uh, The lava lamp is... Dude, we have great lamp tonight. I don't know if you've noticed.
1: You're giving good lamp.
0: We've got great lamp. So the lava lamp is, in fact, still burning brightly in the studio as a a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And I'm hoping, like, in this new year, that people will find a way to sanity and to wellness and through whatever means they can. Well, we're off to a great
2: start. Yeah. (laughs) This year is really...
0: I mean, what a yeah. shit show already. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about
2: it. No, no.
0: I don't even know what's going on. I'd rather talk about the lamp. The lamp is giving us good lamp. It's going to remain a beacon. We're going to remain positive here. We're doing something that we like to do, which is called drinking alcohol. <laughs> I tried to come up with, like, the Latin. Drink us a lot of us. Drink us a lot of us. <laughs> and, uh,. So that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to try to drink. We're going to try to tell you a little bit about what it is that we're drinking, why it is that we're drinking it, and what it is that we're – did I always say drinking?
1: <laughs> I Just roll with it at this point.
0: So uh, – and then we'll get on to other fun stuff. But what we're drinking tonight is we're back to bourbon, kids. Um, This is Larceny, Kentucky Straight, just the real deal. Bourbon, small batch. Ninety-two proof. Hey now, that's
1: delicious. It's absolutely delicious. Here's a little cork bowl. C- can we give the full disclosure? We didn't wait. That was so this the is show the first started cork to open though. the bottle. Um. So
0: what I want to say about Larceny is a couple things real quick. Larceny. This is John F. Fitzgerald. Uh, Larceny Kentucky Straight Bourbon. John F. Fitzgerald was a revenuer, he was like a tax guy back in, you know, during prohibition, pre-prohibition and he was one of the only guys, the tax guys were the only guys that had the keys to the rickhouses because they were going, because at that time, and still to this day, when you, we talked about this on another show, bottled in bond, in bond means before it's tax rectified. So the government, it still, at that point, still has, you know, owns a piece of it. And so back in the day, the government guys were the only people that had the keys to the rickhouses. Well, this guy, John Fitzgerald, he liked his booze, and he particularly liked liked weeded whiskey, weeded bourbon, and so he would sneak into the rickhouses. He said, "Weed and bourbon." Weeded. Weeded bourbon. Weeded bourbon, and so he. I don't know that he didn't not like weed <laughs> a little bit. You know. Uh, but uh, he definitely liked his weeded bourbon, and he would sneak into the Rick houses and he would he would take samples. And the guys that worked there started to notice that the, some of these barrels were coming up light, and they started to call them the Fitzgerald barrels. And that's kind of where the legacy of this guy who was he was he was, a, he, was a, he was supposed to be working for the man, but secretly he was nefariously sneaking in and taking you know taking his own share. Right. So there was the Angels Cut. Or the angel's share, the devil's cut, and then there was Fitzgerald's share. Or, you know, portion.
1: Was that more purgatorial? Yeah, that was right in the middle.
0: (laughs) He was still hell on earth. (laughs) And so that's where the larceny brand and that whole, like, legacy comes from. And that's that's that story. Now I want to talk about a, a completely different alcohol that we're not drinking at all.
1: Okay, well, that was great. Was that a little fun thing about uh, larceny and uh, John F. we we
2: Were we going to talk about it? What's that called? The crib notes? I think we said it's
1: really good. Crib notes? What was the thing in high school and college? Yeah, that was was the the, cliff notes. 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 Larceny's theft, right? Larceny's Mm. a thievery.
0: Hey, Siri, what's the definition of larceny?
1: Larceny means theft of personal property.
0: So, yeah, it means theft. And that's the whole thing. Is this, you know, John F. Fitzgerald was going in there at night using his key and sneaking in at night and stealing uh, booze out of the Rick House. In fact, around the neck of the bottle, the artwork is the artwork of a key to symbolize, you know, John's key that he was using to sneak in at night and and take his uh, his portion. So what we're drinking is Larceny Small Batch Weeded Bourbon. Okay. The Whiskey of the Year this year, I'm, I'm looking at a, a copy, the, the uh, Winter 2020 Whiskey Advocate, Whiskey of the Year, is Larceny. Fortunately, it's not this Larceny. Okay. So I would love to be bringing you guys the Whiskey of the Year. We're, we're drinking his little brother. The Whiskey of the Year's Larceny Barrel Proof. This is Larceny small batch. So barrel proof uh, does not mean single barrel. Um, It just is uh, a a blend, um, a specific blend. And this specific blend, barrel proof blend, uh, which means it doesn't have any water in it. It's right out of the barrel. They don't proof it at all. They take it out of the barrel and they bottle
2: it. Whatever it comes out of the bo- uh, the barrel, barrel that's, that's, that's barrel the, proof. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so this Larceny Barrel Proof is specific batch, batch B520. Uh, that That's coming in at, at, at number one whiskey of the year in uh, Whiskey Advocate magazine. So anyway, the the, the Larceny Barrel Proof batch, and surprisingly, this is whiskey of the year. Uh, they're pricing it at 50 bucks a bottle. Oh. So not extremely right. expensive, and whiskey of the year. This Larceny Small Batch is slightly lower proof. It's ninety-two. The the whiskey of the year is a hundred proof, um, and it's just it's another blend. It's it's fantastic. I mean, it's got all those caramel and sugar yeah. and yumminess.
2: It's, not, it's a it's a little sharp, but not harsh. It um, does
0: have an alcoholy
2: odor. Yeah,
0: I was noticing that in the first couple it pours. It has a very kind of alcoholy odor. But when you taste it, there's not a big no. burn. Like there's not a huge throat burn, which was surprising to me because I it yeah. smelled like diesel fuel.
2: Yeah.
0: So that's kind of interesting. There is a strong alcohol
1: smell, but not necessarily an alcohol burn to it. The magazine interests me. You open it up. Literally, it's in the center. It's almost like the magazine has pinups for pictures. Of bourbon and whiskey. Well, obviously,
0: this kind of magazine, it's it's like lifestyle magazines for anything, for cars, for whiskey, for cigars. I mean, there's an yeah. element of, of porn to that yeah. food, even. I mean, I- even in television, that, that whole, uh, you know, I think maybe even Anthony Bourdain coined the phrase food porn. Cause that's that's really what it is, and and travel porn, porn essentially is in its in its basic essence, it's watching somebody do something that you're probably never likely to do yourself, <laughs> and uh, and so that's what you know whiskey and cars and food and travel, that's kind of what they're they're marketing on is showing you these amazing things that yeah you might not ever get to to have a threesome.
1: Well, guess what, Ryan? Hmm. We don't have to have any porn because we're not drinking the whiskey of the year this is soft porn
2: yeah (laughs) this
1: is um, it's boob porn TBS
2: yeah softcore
0: right softcore you see a couple boobs there's no real penetration happening but it's fantastic and I'm really enjoying it right
2: right
1: (laughs) That all all kind of goes together like
0: on a nice night with a chardonnay maybe the kids are still up
1: you know it's not something that you can't well it's still not made for children well, so well not this, you know, yeah, this, yeah, we're, isn't. We're, this is this is this um, is after eleven,
0: right? This it's all after eleven. But this it's,
1: isn't three a.m.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> so it might not be the whiskey of the year, but it's great. It's a great drinking bourbon. It's it, if the whiskey of the year, I think it's. I said it was fifty dollars. I think I paid like forty. Yeah. Thirty-eight for this one. It was great. I mean, I would I would prefer this one over the mellow corn. <laughs>
1: right this isn't miss America this isn't miss California but it's really good you know it's like miss Minnesota. I, I feel like
0: you're downplaying
1: it because I feel like this is actually a really really no, good I'm bourbon.
0: kidding it's really good I mean it's definitely this is this is this is you know somebody had to come with a key to buy this like right. this wasn't on the shelf at the liquor right. store it was behind a glass door for sure um
1: I'm impressed and, that this is 42 dollars it tastes way more expensive than 42 bucks
0: it's, it's a clean drink and yummy bourbon. I mean, again, we started a little early. We're, we're halfway through the bottle, and, and we're, we're 12 minutes into the show. So uh, it's, it's going down fairly easily. Um, and now I want to completely stop talking about what we're drinking and start talking about something completely different. So whereas Larceny is a Kentucky straight bourbon, I want to talk a little bit about a Tennessee whiskey that we all know very well. Because I learned something today uh, that blew my mind. A couple facts about something that we we think we might know something about um, that I think are very interesting and I wanted to share with you too and our listening audience. I want to talk about a little bit about Jack Daniels. And I thought maybe I would bring a bottle of Jack and eventually we're, we're, we're going to have to drink some because Jack has some great products other than just regular old Jack Daniels. What I wanted to talk about today is something that I... I found myself fascinated by. Firstly, the Jack Daniels' name is not Jack. Jack Daniels' name is Jasper. Jasper Newton. Mm. Daniel. But a lot of times he went as Jasper Newton. So Jack Daniel, and it's not Daniels, right? That's, it's an apostrophe S. Jack Daniels whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's, his last name was Daniel jack daniel but his name was jasper jasper newton daniel which was something that i found interesting i thought you know i took for granted i knew that jack was a guy so you've seen pictures of him you know and um but uh i did a little kind of you know historical search about jack daniels and some a couple of interesting facts came up so that was the first one jasper I wonder, I wonder if they did any market research I mean,
1: Jasper on the bottom. On the bottom. wouldn't exactly. have sold as
0: well. I mean, you got to think, and here's what he started at a very young age, and he was the one that made the call. He he changed, he bought the distillery, and I'm, I'm going to tell you that story real briefly. But bought the distillery and changed the name, put his own name on it, and at that point, he made that distinction. I'm going to use Jack instead of Jasper thought, for whatever reason. Thought it was more marketable.
2: The uh, sign on the building, they, they charged by the letter.
0: You know, and you oh. never know, it could have very s- easily been something <laughs> that simple. <laughs> right. I mean, there's definitely those stories. So Jasper Newton Daniel was the youngest of 10, which is another crazy thing. Everyone back then had a 1,000 kids. Right. My dad was the youngest of nine. You can't even imagine having that many siblings. How about oh. the
2: medical equipment back then? Those poor oh. women. Nothing. Well, you stub your toe and you die. So, right. so these the New women are just 10.
0: churning out kids. So ja- Jasper... Youngest of ten, born in Lynchburg, so the guy that never went very far. Born in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Hometown product. Hometown product. Um, so here's what's what's cool. So he was born poor. His mom dies when he's really young, and he's the youngest of ten. So home life was wasn't very great, and they were poor. There's not a whole lot to hang out at home for, and you know, similar story to my dad. Youngest of nine. Dad died when my dad was three. Um, The kids kind of went out and started working at a very young age because you wanted to help support the family, and there was not a whole reason to hang out at home. There wasn't a lot going on there. So Jasper's mom dies when he's very young, and he goes to work uh, for this guy named Dan Call, C-A-L-L, who's a preacher, a grocer, and a distiller. Mm. What a great combo. Wow, Preacher slash distiller. Right.
2: Amen. Right? Yeah. Testify, yeah,
0: great, <laughs> and grocer, and that's that's it. That's a, That's kind of a little bit about like how it was back in the day. There was no big nationwide brands. You had your local distiller grocer. You went when you went to your local guy. You bought you know your milk and your hay and your booze yes, from him. And so this guy Dan Call was was this you know and Jack as a poor you know Jasper as a poor young white guy went to work for him. Um, as just like a, a you know sweep up around and, and help out around the store. Well, Jack started noticing that there was this smoke coming up the holler, and he always and there was people coming back and forth up the holler. A lot of men with horses and and carriages and a lot of activity. And he, and he and, and he's he's asking like, what's going back up there, Cal? What's
1: happening over
2: there?
0: <laughs> and
2: uh, what's going back up and there? So
0: eventually. After a couple years and it's it, it's it's unclear exactly what year Jack was born, but it's like sometime and so sometime in the eighteen fifties he went to work for, for this guy, Dan Call, and when the story is when he's around eight years old, after he's been there for a year or so, Dan finally acquiesces to his curiosity and is like, Okay, Jasper, let's go up the holler and I'm gonna show you where, where the smoke is coming from. And he takes him up at 8. He takes him up the hauler. And he introduces him to a man whose name was... he was When he was first introduced to Jack, he was introduced as Uncle Nearest. N-E-A-R-E-S-T. Nearest. Uh, the guy's actual name is Nathan Nearest Green. They, a lot of people call him Uncle Nearest. And so uh, Jack, at 8 years old, is introduced to this guy by Dan Call. And at the time he introduces him to Jack and says, this is the, this man here, I think there's a quote here, "Uh, Uncle Nearest is the best whiskey maker I know of. And then he told Nearest, I want this boy to grow up and be the best whiskey distiller in the world if he wants to be. And I want you to help me show him how to do it. And so at the age of eight, Jack starts learning from this guy Uh, nearest green who, who at the time was a slave, very interestingly enough owned by a company called like lively and green. And the guy's name is nearest green. So obviously he was like named after his, his like slave owners and total side note. It was a, uh, a business model that I never even really thought of at the time, but essentially they were like a temp service. But they had a pool of slaves, and then they would hire out their slaves for whatever you needed them to do. Yeah, and so they were lively and green, and they hired out uh, nearest green to this this preacher, who stayed with the preacher nearest stayed with Cal Cal uh, Dan Cal after the Emancipation Proclamation. So he decided to stay on, which shows that he was like being treated well. I mean, he was, you know, obviously. Uh, probably wasn't in some sort of like gnarly situation, or he wouldn't have decided to stay there. Because not only did he stay after that, but his family—I mean, the, the relationship continued far after that. So Jack starts learning how to distill from this guy when he's eight. Emancipation Proclamation happens. Nears stays on, continues at the distillery. Eventually, Jack buys out Dan Cowell and renames the distillery the Jack Daniels Distillery. It happens right around the Civil War. Be- gets a very, very good name for himself selling whiskey to soldiers who are then now going back to their homes and everything. So it went nationwide. Like that's how that he kind of like took it glo- – not globally, but <laughs> nationally – because he was selling it to the soldiers that were then taking it back home and had a really good name for it. He, more to the story here, this is a very interesting thing. So the smoke I mentioned earlier that drew his attention up the holler, where, where, where was that coming from? Well, not only the wood they were burning for the direct fire still, but also nearest was um, burning sugar maple to create charcoal mm. to do what is now Filter. known as the Lincoln County process, which is what defines Tennessee whiskey. Mm. So they kind of started so and they and and the the historians are saying that in West Africa they were using charcoal to purify water mm-hmm. and purify their food. and the slaves brought that over and during the distilling process they were just decided to pour the whiskey through it because they were already using that process yeah. and that's where that came from. The slaves brought it from West Africa and nearest was was mimicking that and and doing that and and he, he's he's not necessarily um, attributed as being the inventor of the Lincoln County process but he's definitely the one that taught it to Jack and Jack Daniels defined that as like what Tennessee whiskey is mm-hmm. and so Jack then grows up Um, in uh, whenever the uh, so Emancipation Proclamation and then finally they sign it they ratify they sign it into to oh. law law that slavery is illegal. The year after they do that, Jack starts the distillery and hires Nearest as his as his master distiller. And so now today even Brown Foreman, who currently owns Jack Daniels, recognizes Nearest Green as their first master distiller. So he was the first African American master distiller in the US. And all this stuff is kind of like wasn't part of the historical storyline until the 2000s when it kind of surfaced and the true kind of Jack Daniel's story um surfaced and I think it makes it that much cooler and that much richer because he was a slave um he shared his information with Jack then the relationship developed he stayed on he went to work for Jack after he was emancipated after he you know the, the slavery was was abolished and then his family did he had three or four sons, George, one of his name is Eli, who I have a son named Eli, Eli so I think it's really cool. Um, Eli Green and his whole family went to work with Jack even after Jack moved his distillery from uh, from Lynchburg. So, um, pretty cool. Pretty cool story. Uh, and one that I had never, you know, I always thought, you know, I knew Jack Daniels, and but now I know where he learned how to distill in the story of Nearest Green and... uh and the Jack's name was Jasper.
1: Jasper. Well, it's pretty cool that. First of all, it's a really cool story, but to, to, to hear that they started so when you think about like how long ago that was—that's that's 1870s. Well, the war ended in 1865, so it has to be right around then. Yeah, Jack it says Day- sometime Day- in the 1850s. Yeah, Jack Daniels was founded. Uh, it's on the bottle. I should know that, how many bottles I've drank of it. 1870 something, it's 1880
0: 60, something? Right. So it's the, 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 I think they say on their website, I think it says 67.
1: Ryan, hmm. can we find that? You, you can
0: look the, it up, but, but my point is what they say on the website and what historians say are actually different. Are different? The website says 67, and I think historians say like 75.
1: Right, so there's
0: a slight 10 year swing of when the actual distillery was established but we already know he was learning I mean he was distilling since he was 8 years old so when actually the Jack Daniels and I think when they're saying that they're like the new distillery and not the one that was the distillery established by Dan Call you know at his grocer there in Lynchburg because Jack worked there and rebranded that as Jack Daniels but then at some point after uh, whatever that year is, where they where they rataf- or uh, abolished slavery, then he moved and and built a larger, you know, greenfield facility. Um, and I think that's when they actually, you know, officially say that Jack Daniels was started. But it was started. I think they abolished
1: slavery that. in like before the war was over, sixty three. Okay. So you should know that as a it's the year
0: major. after, and that's what they claim: the year after slavery was abolished. So that makes sense. I think it was 64, because they say the distillery was started in sixty five, I believe, or like somewhere. It's you know, it's anywhere between nineteen sixty five and nineteen seventy five. 1975. 1975. I mean, sorry, 18, 18. It's anywhere between eighteen sixty five yeah. and um, eighteen seventy. Talk about w-
2: Wikipedia back. is saying uh, eighteen seventy five, which is one hundred and forty six years ago, right? Um, But that's also it. I think what you're saying is true is that's when the Jack Daniels distillery. um, I mean, that's the difference is Wikipedia. That's that's what I was saying. Wikipedia
0: says 1875. The Jack Daniels website, I think, says 1867
2: or 1865. So uh, So. Brown Foreman purchased them in 1956 you think they've made any money off Jack Daniels since 1956?
0: Brown Foreman makes a lot of money, makes a lot of booze, makes
1: a lot of people happy. You have to consider, with all the whiskey and bourbon, whatever we've tasted, I mean, Jack Daniels has always been in our lifetime the number one most recognized name in the sport. Right? I mean, it's not even close. Right. They they say,
0: basically, you're lucky to be, if you're getting into the booze industry, you're lucky to be a drop in the ocean that is Jack Daniels. Right. Yeah. So I'm we have that to... to look forward to, guys.
1: Boy, what do you think Jim Beam's name really is? Right? Stinker. Yeah. Snicker Beam. Skippy. Yeah. Skip, Skip Beam. They didn't it's want to be called t- Skippy on the bottle. It has to be a terrible name.
0: Well, that's why Booker No, <laughs> his grandson, had such a better name. B- Booker No.
2: Booker. Booker.
0: In which Booker's is a great yeah. bourbon. We definitely have to do a Booker's episode. Oh, yeah. And what's great about Booker's is they generally come in around like 123 proof.
1: Jesus. Yikes.
0: So that's fun. So anyway, that's the, that's the booze lesson tonight. No, it's great. Rip that one up and, sh- and throw it. Did I make that? I think I did. All the way across the room.
1: Simon, did you make it? I didn't make it. No. You almost had it. Sometimes you just lie to him. That was a deep three, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, how much Jack Daniels do you think we've drank? In our lifetime? Three handles? Oh, gee, many Christmas. Christmas.
0: Talking about Christmas, (laughs) did you guys have a good one? Very good. Don't give me the one word answer shit because I'm not. Yes.
1: It's like the improv game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't do that
0: (laughs) because you kind of came in raving a little bit.
1: Christmas was uh, uh, really fun. My, My girls are eight and six, so it was a blast doing Christmas Day. I found it a little interesting what I got for Christmas. Okay. So my wife and I very rarely keep secrets because I've learned that I can't ever get it right. So I'm a big gift card guy. Right or like we pick it out together, wrap it. She got me this year a chair and a pillow. So I'm thinking to myself, you know what? What is she trying to? What? That? What is she trying to say here?
2: I you think watch she watch wants you to pass
0: TV. out in the chair so that she can suffocate you. <laughs> <I thought> that <laughs> could be Knowing it. Knowing
1: your wife, <laughs> no. I, I feel like she understands my love of stillness,
2: of sleep, yeah. and she kn- sitting, non
0: movement. Do you live a very sedentary lifestyle? I live
1: a very sedentary lifestyle. And- I didn't get like a kayak.
0: Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, hiking shoes,
1: skis, right? <laughs> Cross country <like, laughs> snowshoes. <laughs>
0: Right, I repelling mean, gear. Yeah, no you didn't repelling get any of that. gear. That stuff.
1: Nothing that involved like a chain. You know, the, you, is repelling is something your uh, Here yeah.
0: we go.
2: <laughs> the problem with the uh, with the like super comfy chair, like you have to follow it up with like a respirator. And well, that's right. the thing.
0: I have a full theory that like the last well, there thing was that you need is a lazy boy. I mean, because, I mean, just in the name, Yeah. do you really need a lazy boy? You know, chubby guy? Right.
2: Why are you looking at me when you say a chubby boy?
0: Especially once you retire. I feel like if you retire and you buy yourself a nice, comfy, lazy boy, you might as well be just going right into hospice.
1: Yeah, if you're already there.
0: Because retirement is, is, is the it just, it kills you if you don't have something to do. The last thing you want to do is go from a life sit, of having please. a bunch of stuff to do and then just not having anything and sitting in a lazy boy watching, you know, Morris. golf.
2: Yeah,
1: you but, will be dead within the year. Wait a minute, I should have been dead eighteen years ago. <laughs> uh, that's, I work and sit. I mean, when I retire, are, I want to sit. we Will definitely be one of the first to go. <laughs> Too
0: soon, or is that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not soon enough. No, but, <laughs> sitting is great. From the lowliest peasant to the highest pharaoh, everyone loves a good sit. You're right. It is a class breaker. <laughs> everyone can agree. Sitting is wonderful.
0: I mean, I like to sit. I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> You're a sitter, but I like to do other stuff. Well, like sit. Well, I like or to lay. S- you can lay. I mean, yeah, she, I, like I didn't do get other stuff. I didn't like lay. I, I didn't get a couch. I didn't get like a big. I thought you said you got a chair and a couch. A chair and a pillow. Oh, and a
0: pillow. Well, a pillow is for laying. Pillow is for So to you lay. got a? You, she did. She covered both bases. She knows you like to sit and lay.
1: I guess technically, I didn't. You're yeah.
0: favorite? Is it safe to say that your two favorite things to do are sit and lay? In with the, with TV. In top TV, I
1: mean ha- there has to be a TV
2: involved
0: there. Right, you don't want to just. I just sit. don't want to or lay. sit and think and think
1: and read. read. Definitely no, don't want to
2: start thinking.
1: Okay, yeah, you definitely don't want to think. I like television, yeah, because TV thinks for, for you. me. <laughs> That is the most And repeats are the best because I know what's because happening. So there's
0: I even
2: less things. Remember. Yeah,
0: then I feel like I'm thinking because I already know what the TV is thinking. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ha, ha I already uh, knew. Yeah. I beat you. No, I feel like I'm smarter than the TV right. it's usually doing all the thinking for me. I
1: mean, it's <laughs> like watching reruns, I'm a genius. I mean, between Nick at night and me TV, I mean I am in hog heaven. You can literally <sighs> almost quote line for line
0: every mash.
1: Yeah, well, Ryan, too. I, I hate to throw him here. under the bus, but Ryan is also in that. Yeah. You
0: should see Joss do Mr. Ed.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's weird.
2: Now I was Did only in third I was his, only
1: in third grade when that you came. You coat out. his
2: mouth with peanut butter and he started <laughs> I was gonna say, do you do you get Joss to move his lips the same way they got Mr. Ed to? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think they coated his mouth with peanut butter and they used an electric prod in the balls. And I don't make when he was angry.
2: Yeah.
1: The 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 one show that A makes real he, angry Mr. Yeah, Ed involved yeah.
0: a lot of high voltage to the testicular region. Love Boat is didn't involve the show. as much voltage.
1: <laughs> didn't involve as much, but there voltage. were
0: a couple weird episodes
1: <laughs> of Mr. Ed, of Love Boat, <laughs> of Love. But Love Boat got weird. Yeah. Love Boat got real seventies. The greatest uh,
0: were the Love Boat. Uh, ex- no, the Love Boat. What was the island? Gilligan. No, 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 no. Fantasy. Yeah. Fantasy. The Love Boat Fantasy Island crossover shows.
2: They had like the Love Boat goes to China. The Love Boat
0: goes to Fantasy Island.
2: uh,
1: The best part about Love Boat, and the worst part, eh, the worst part, I'll start first, it makes you think because they always had three plots going on at once. Three storylines. And by the way, it always said each one was written
2: by a different writer.
1: Like, you couldn't find one guy to write eight minutes of television.
2: Yeah, and and they all followed a pretty good storyline. The couple came there, and they're not connecting. You know, and uh, she's out having a cocktail on the poopoo deck, oh. and the uh, some you know, he, and they they <laughs> she both she gets think fingered he'd... by Gopher, no, <laughs> sends her no, back. to Oh no! Like... no, no. no. <laughs> no. Wasn't there a guy named Gopher? Again, there yeah. was Gopher. See fingered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there was always the plot of the older couple struggling in their marriage. Yeah, there was a couple of like the. Attractive nerdy girl that couldn't find the guy. She'd mm. get fingered by Gopher, <laughs> <laughs> and then that happened. And no, go, go. everyone felt better <laughs> at the end. Can't do
0: it. <laughs> what did she do?
1: There was always the nerdy girl that was like secretly hot. It was like one of the Charlie's Angels playing like the nerd. Yeah, he's like, okay, like we're not buying
0: that. Yeah what was the super hot blonde Charlie's Angel the hottest one Farrah Fawcett Farrah
2: Fawcett only
1: totally
0: Farrah Fawcett came on with like glasses uh,
1: yeah like, okay.
2: like I'm <laughs> such a
0: nerd like, I can't
1: find a guy yeah,
0: you know you're still Farrah Fawcett you just have glasses like she
1: on. she goes on the boat like her stepmom, like the dad died and right. like I can't find then she gets fingered it,
0: but... by gopher out the poo poo <laughs> deck and the whole thing not poo poo deck <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What were the different? Deck? The poop deck. Yeah, the no, no there was like the
2: no, the Fiesta deck. Yeah, there was
1: definitely the Fiesta. The deck.
2: The Fiesta deck was a mainstay. That, main was, the, that yeah. was
0: where you wanted to be. That's definitely where the fingering by gopher took
2: place.
1: Why are you keep doing that we can't not use a, that? Oh, I'm using
2: it. Oh. <laughs> it's not
0: like I'm saying anything weird. I was like fingered by gopher.
1: It's funny.
2: <laughs> you give me the Larson.
0: <laughs> now on Fantasy Island, I mean, who, which was the freakier? Where
2: was, where was the freakier shit going I, down?
0: I, Fantasy yeah. Island or the Love Boat? I, I mean, mean, that's a real toss up.
2: They, uh, yeah, that is a real toss up. And I, I have to say, Fantasy Island. Cause, Me
0: too, for sure. Not only was there like you know Ricardo Montalban and his little bro. Which was like, who knows what that relationship was all about? Did they ever cover that? Like, how did he meet Tattoo? Like, what was the relationship there? I
2: feel like he was in Thailand.
0: Yeah, weird. Real weird. So anyway, we won't even have to go there. Because everything else, yeah, it was the same thing. People showed up to the island. There was like the nerdy chick that just wanted to be loved. That was secretly Farrah Fawcett. They had this like, you know, musical montage where she like ran one brush through her hair and took her glasses off, and all of a sudden she's a freaking right, right. supermodel. Yeah. Like, it's, oh god! It's, it's so... If you would have just taken your glasses off to begin with, Do you know. I, I you wonder were...
1: if I don't know if there was both Gary Marshall because Fantasy Island is Love Boat. Without the boat, right? Yeah. It's, it's like on love the love boat. With like
0: a small brown man in an awkward relationship with Ricardo Montalban, but all the same people were going to the love boat to Fantasy Island. It was like you know, you showed up, they solved your problem for you. But the thing is, is you know, on the boat you got finger. <laughs> no. On the boat you got finger banged by Gopher, and that's like everybody you know kind of opened you up to, to like a new way you mm-hmm. life. You went to Fantasy Island, I mean, weird shit happened, man. I mean, there was ghosts, there was, like, v- voodoo dudes running around, I mean, you never knew what was going to happen on Fantasy Island, right?
2: Yeah, it was just... I, mean, I you get just... attacked by, like, you get did kidnapped. They have, like, did they have, like, crimes and stuff on Oh, yeah,
0: ass? no, you would fully get, like, you know, like... B- you know, what am I trying to say? I mean, it, it could be anything.
2: Oh, Literally they stole be like, your diamonds. Film
0: no noir. noir. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. What was that movie? Like a Humphrey Bogart movie. Oh, there you know, was, you'd have there like was the... an
1: incredible love boat about diamond stealing. Mm. And I believe that happened more than once. Yeah. But I'm talking
0: about Fantasy Island. That's where all the really weird stuff went down.
1: Well, Fantasy Island was a little bit next level. That got a little... That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, so popular. You know, the boat was the boat. The weird stuff went down on Fantasy Island, right? You showed up to the love boat. Again, I already said it. You up to the love boat, you, you know, you're liable to have a couple boop, boop boops out on the poop deck. You show up to Fantasy Island, literally aliens could attack. I mean, right. was there, I'm sure there was an Aliens episode. There was right. definitely like... You know, cannibal-like tiki people from across the island attacked and stuff. It was wild shit that went down.
1: Right, a lot of a, a lot of jewels were hidden there. Yeah, man. Right, a lot of good uh, luck charms. And, and guys like on Fantasy Island, like in a suit on the beach, like is that the move? Like that '70s, that brown suit. Like laying on the beach, like that's not. Hey, we're here
2: on vacation. Yeah, like, I wore my suit.
1: And they make the bad guys so clearly the bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's so right,
0: weird. <laughs> like, like twisting the mustache on the Yeah, yeah. It was hmm. Like
1: oh, uh, kidnapping the girl in the cave. Yeah, like okay, lots of caves. A lot of caves from Island. Fantasy Island.
0: Caves and waterfalls, but I mean, if you're gonna have a fantasy, you definitely want to have a cave and a waterfall.
1: Always, or I mean, obviously, Fantasy Island. Always a lot of romantic interest. So
0: if you had to go to one, if, you, if they were real, would you rather have gone on the love boat or would you rather have gone to Fantasy Island?
2: Love boat. Love boat.
0: Willie, really? I would way rather go to Fantasy Island. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why I, I, is I, love boat? You wanted to get finger banged by gopher.
1: <laughs> the love boat has a buffet.
0: You don't think they have a buffet on Fantasy Island? It's fantasy. This is one
2: of the like that's one of the age old questions. Why did they have buffet? Yeah, there's
0: there's the three questions of mankind. Right? And one of them is did they have a buffet on Fantasy
1: Island? Ryan Hatch, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Why did you pick Love Boat?
2: Uh, it just seemed like you're more likely to get laid. a higher probability of being finger banged by gopher. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, there is just a, a, a higher. <laughs> I think a higher probability of not getting caught in some uh, evil spirit that was hidden on the yeah, island. Yeah. Bring with, on the and evil locked, spirit. And locked You're into right. a cave.
1: There always, be there, in a cave. There was there was that evil spirit necklace. Yeah. yeah. There was the. You took thing. home the voodoo
0: thing from the cave. You weren't supposed to remove.
1: It was also a Brady Bunch episode. Yeah, I just that. thought yeah. that. That was the greatest. The Tiki. That was a three-parter. Oh, yeah. Great. I think that's when they I jumped the shark. And Gre- <laughs> Greg wiped out on the wave. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: Greg. Um, so, yeah. How did we even
2: get here? <laughs> I would
0: way go to Fantasy Island. I yeah. want to see what happens. I want to sit down with Tattoo and be like, listen, buddy.
2: Don't cry your, a river. Here, don't here's a
0: shoulder to up. cry on, and you tell me all the weird shit that bad bad man does to you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, that's so funny. I will tell you though, with Fantasy Island, I would love to get in that same white tuxedo as Ricardo Montalban and have oh, a yeah. ten-shot challenge.
0: No, there was that
1: episode. There was the guy that dressed. It wanted to be
0: <laughs> the head of Fantasy Island. I distinctly remember that. And he got the address, he wore the white suit, and the whole thing. He wanted to run the show. How did he keep it clean
1: that long?
0: Right. Especially considering the stuff that was happening on that (laughs) island. There was a lot of dirt, if you know what I'm saying. How did we get on that topic?
1: <laughs> Christmas present? Oh yeah, you got a you got a pillow. Yeah. Well that was all fun. La- watching TV. All, that's all, all watching that's TV. How, like, all all watching how about TV. you, Ryan? Anything I, uh, rad?
2: Yeah, I got a fantastic Christmas present, which is it, it most people would think is kind of funny. It's not a beard trimmer. It's not a beard trimmer because No, you're looking <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. You do uh, look um, a
0: little <laughs> unibomish.
2: Um <clears throat> I got a generator. Nice. I got a Honda a Honda. Is that like tiny. some kind of hybrid? No, it's just a little gas engine that makes power. And I've wanted one for years. I don't have any ex- explanation why. I've just always wanted one. I don't really have that much use for, like, I don't need power anywhere really that much. But now I have power anywhere. I mean, that's a thing.
0: Boy,
1: that's a weird
2: one. Is that, but that's, that, you can tell that one. for Joss, well, that I mean, been. that is just
0: nowhere at all. And even in his spectrum, oh, of it, something it, that he
2: would it, ever want. It's so far off the grid of well, it, my needs. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, because he doesn't, hes it, 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 you have to know how to start it. Right. You have to know how it's to, by the way,
1: Ryan gave a lawnmower option.
2: Oh, which to start is, start how you do I don't it. think that is, it
0: is. is yeah, people still start stuff yeah, that way, Joss.
2: I thought that was a really old But it's, I mean, we're talking, Half a pole and it starts like it's it's choice. Just did you, did never... you just did you start
1: it under mm. the Christmas tree and just sit around it and no. watch it for a little bit? No,
2: because it didn't have. I had to go buy oil and put some uh-huh. gas in it. Oh, so, so she,
1: she didn't get you all the uh, necessities. It's yeah, like not no. buying the batteries for right. the toy. You didn't. She didn't get you the oil?
0: Sucks when you get the toy without the batteries. I have to go to Home Depot? And nothing's open on Christmas? <laughs> I, know, I can just
1: picture Ryan wanting to start it like, so oh. bad. Like ripping open the box. Oh, no, you oh, need God, oil filter. Oh, my God, my generator. Like,
0: what? Yeah. <laughs> oil filter? I'm going to go to Manny Moe and Jack. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not open on Christmas Day, son, because of COVID. Well, that's cool. You guys got some good stuff. We, here's here's something funny. Ryan got something he didn't expect to get. Arrived on his porch.
2: Yeah. Well, tell we'll, us
0: tell us the story of this box <coughs> that's sitting here in front
2: of us. So, um So I I we have deliveries like pretty much everybody. Amazon, FedEx, UPS all stop at our house every day. Every day stuff gets dropped You off.
0: guys are consumers.
2: Yeah. And um, so this box shows up, so I just grab it, come on in the house, and it wasn't, it was probably in the house a day before I actually looked at now, it. Now, it's not to you. No. No, no, no. Um,
1: Who, who's it to? Oh, can, should we not even say the name? No, no. That's oh, fine. Well, I mean, we don't have necessarily, um, I guess you so, can, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, we don't, here's the. There's a whole story
0: to this. Uh, this is new so, to me. So this, this,
2: this is, is live- um, Podcasting. Yeah. Live podcasting. So this is on its way to Dorothy Garcia in Patterson, California. Okay. Um it showed up. It um but it has the return address. It has my real return address. But not your name as not, the return not my name and nobody I know. Who's the
0: return address?
2: Jerry Santos. So it's Jerry Santos to Dorothy Garcia. Dorothy Garcia. So there is a Jerry Garcia
0: thing happening here. Okay. okay.
2: Um, and just as a a disclaimer, this story could be completely made up.
0: Right. For all rights and purposes, this is completely fictional and for entertainment purposes only.
1: Why don't we stop and give fictional names?
0: No, no, no. I, I, no. No. I like it.
2: I'm Steve. Yeah. Yeah. My name is
0: actually Flip. No. Can you open
1: someone else's package?
0: no, we're not opening it. No, yet. it's it's closed. And here's the thing, but here's the th- and we're gonna. We're <laughs> okay, gonna sorry,
1: so sorry. That's why it's live podcasting.
2: So I um, look at it and it says, "Hey, it's it." This address is not deliverable. So I went. It has a tracking number on it. So I went and put the tracking number in. It was shipped from Anaheim. It went up to Northern California to Patterson. Apparently, got to some house. They don't know. The, in fact, it says it's the ad- address is not deliverable, so that's that's not an address called that. There's something close to it, but not an address called that. So they shipped it all the way back to me, you know. Or it to, says
0: not deliverable on the in yeah,
2: me. and it um and it they shipped it to or they returned it to Jerry Santos, but at, at your my, address at my address. Okay, so you got it. I got it. You put it back in the mail. Stream. I marked it as you know this there's nobody by this name at this address the post lady took it back
0: and, and was that an easy process you walk in and say hey i want to well
2: no so this the first time
0: the first
1: time
2: yeah oh it's it's a, a story the first time i just gave it back to my mail lady and she wrote on it you know this is like you know can like I a, see? This is not who this package is. You know, this is not from them. And then it disappeared. It disappeared. And then it she showed up it. again. It showed up again.
0: How many days later? Eight. Okay. Arrives. Not my package. Yeah. Puts it back in the mail stream. Comes back eight days Never later. Never think
1: about it again.
2: No. Right? No, you give no, it to her. So. And comes on.
0: back eight days later, and then what do you do?
2: So then I decide, um, I, so I, I decided to take it to the post office. And so I walk into the post office and hand it to the guy, and he goes uh, – and I said, hi, I got this. This got dropped off at my house twice. Well, I just got dropped at my house. but um, And I think because of the return address, uh, this is my address, but there is no one named Jerry Santos there. <laughs> and the guy goes, you're not Jerry Santos? And I said, no. And he goes – Is
1: this a delivery guy? No, no, this, no is, this is – I'm the in, mail in the guy. post office. Oh, you're back post in office. the post yeah. office.
2: And the guy goes, well, that's illegal. Like, you, you can't put someone else's name on a package. I didn't. You're I like, didn't, I didn't originate I didn't, this
0: package or have nothing to do with this package. Yeah,
2: nothing to do with this package. Um, it just – it showed – it's being returned to sender, but we didn't send it. And, in fact, if you look at the tracking number, it was shipped in Anaheim. And uh, – <clears throat> So then he's like, okay, he's I like, see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. So he, he, uh, he
1: did the research, right? He looked at no, the tracking number. No, of course. No, not. No, no. No, no, no. But
2: at
0: first he was like, you're illegal. And he, just, yeah, at first, and first he's Ryan's trying to like, tell me that like, I'm breaking the law
2: it. because I put a, the wrong na- a different name on this package. And I'm like, no, I didn't ship this package. It showed up at my house because it's going to a return. We don't know who this is. We're not these people. Here's your package okay, back.
0: Okay, so now that now USPS has taken the package back for the second time. Yeah, second okay. time.
2: Um, and. Uh, well,
0: then why is it sitting here in front of us right now?
2: Uh, it got re delivered today. So. You have to be kidding. No. Re-delivered he has tried
0: today. everything he possibly can do.
2: In theory. In theory. Like, I mean, hypoten- he's, he's taken this to all story. the proper
0: authorities, said, this is not my package. They've taken possession of it again as the post office. Put it back in the mail stream. And now, for the third time, it's arrived on Ryan's doorstep. And so, the question tonight that we're posing to our listening audience is should we open it? Yeah. And we want to know, should we open this package, ladies and gentlemen? So if you have an opinion, please let us know. And how you do that, go to Facebook, the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Find us on Instagram, the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. More importantly, go to websworldwide.com. It would be nice if it was the Jeremy Webisodes yeah. But it's not. Nice. It's webs, with two Bs, websworldwide.com. And go there and let us know your opinion. This is our first official yeah. We're we're kicking off, you know, it's not really season two, but we're kicking Polling. off the new year with our first official listener poll. Should we open this box? Like, want to May, know? may, may I, I ask
1: some questions? Yeah, sure. Because again, I pr- I swear to God, to everyone listening, this is the first I've seen of any of this, ever. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's all about like, do you you try to sleuth it right, like. Can we identify We identified That the original place That it was shipped from mm-hmm. Was Anaheim, California Yes We, yes. we know that
2: Yeah it has a tracking number on it, right? And I put it in. I went to the site website, put in the tracking number. I've seen it. I you can see its entire history. I think my question really is the legality and our culpability. Yeah. You know, at at some point,
0: we have tried to put this back in the hands of the proper authorities and say, yeah. "Hey, this ain't ours," and they keep giving it back to us. So, at, at what point is ownership ninety percent of their whatever yeah. it is possession? Ninety percent
2: uh, of. No part of, you know what there's just uh, blah blah, blah. High percentage. thanks mr feedback um, yeah thanks thanks yeah, ryan he's gonna get oh, yeah. on his.
0: but ownership is a very high percentage yeah. nope, of uh, that's ownership
2: too that's a yeah. re- that's even it? worse than the, the last possession time. is there You possession is nine tenths of the, of the law. law well
0: there you go and so at what one point right. for the jesus look at the big brain on brad um so yeah, at what point does the nine tenths of the the yeah. law
2: kick in? I've tried.
1: Yeah, we've tried to give it back. Have you even? Not that it's your responsibility at all. Yeah, but, I mean, any attempt to see who this woman is? I, uh, yeah, well, so I,
2: I I googled the address. Yeah, um, perfect. It's like a it's it's, it's a park. Yeah, is it like no, nothing? it's like a like a muffler shop or something. Um, well. But it's
0: interesting and don't you kind of now want to know and now that I've pointed out some of the interesting there's some interesting things about the boxers the Jerry Garcia connection yeah. Northern California it keeps coming back like I want to know what's in this thing man yeah, yeah. but That's I want crazy. the listeners to kind of lead me down this road
2: yeah I want I,
0: I, I want to be able to ta- if we all I want if we, if I get arrested I'm taking us all down with me
2: oh yes is that no, Wait. I think you're, what you're supposed to say is if I get arrested, I'll take all the blame.
0: Yeah, if I get arrested, I'll record it and let you all hear it. It'll did he say?
2: Funny.
1: Did he say you're all going down with me? Uh-huh. That was
0: <laughs> probably the best way to say it. <laughs> that's not. That's a, I mean. that's a weird one. Yeah, that's a
1: very. So I've never heard of a package being delivered three times to a house. I mean, he's well, like, and he's got given it back twice.
0: Please take it away. Take it away. Nope. Here um, it is again.
2: The crazy thing Can is see there is um in a in a like a big black marker it says like undeliverable. There's a printed out sticker that says return address attempted but unknown, unable to forward, return to sender. I mean there's like every wait a second.
1: So I'm sorry, I missed that in the beginning. They couldn't even return it to the original
2: No sender. Yeah, because that's at my address. That's my address. Your original address was the address from a, quote unquote Anaheim. No, no, no. But on all the documentation and on the box, he has my home address written on it to someone else.
1: Four, By the way, so that's you guys. four two one eight.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: Colberry Lane. I
0: mean, I'm just dying <laughs> to Fontana. know. Here, listen. But I, I'm just noticing this bottle has a great cork pull, and now that it's like I'm going to say almost you know. A quarter empty. We've got some of that cavitation in the bottle. Listen Mm -hmm. to this. Nice. That's a nice pull. Am I even holding the bottle a little high? That's a good pull. Let's get a pour, too. Let's see if it's got any of that gurgle that I like. No, no gurgle. But a nice pour.
1: What what does A-N-K mean? Written by Um, a human being.
2: Address. Not, not known. known. Not known, yeah. Which isn't a thing. Unknown is how you would know Oh, I know, but it, that that's what one. it says on the little... So the post office has put a sticker on it that says all these things. Right. And that was from the... Uh, that was on there the second time it showed up.
1: By the way, the original date, which we haven't mentioned, eleven twenty-four. Yeah, it's, was when this was shipped. It's been
0: circulating. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Yeah. Six, been around. This is six weeks. It's been around. Kind of like, you know, that canker sore in high school. <laughs> Just to pass that thing
2: around.
1: It <laughs> was weird. So let me ask you, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, uh, technically, I was going to say this is your onus, but it's literally not. But this is the package in your possession. How long do
2: you go before you open do it? Well, I think we got to wait for the. Well, we're, we're going to. We're not what opening is? it tonight. No, no, we're not
0: opening it tonight. We're going to readdress it next yeah. week.
2: Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we get some answers. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it's like I'm That's a real mystery. I'm not uh I'm not gonna drive it to the post office again. Like it's no. we're either gonna open it or throw we're it. away.
0: We're gonna toss it. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Please let us know. I, I really want an opinion and I know there's some of you out there that have, you know, uh that are lawyers and that probably have a like an opinion, a real informed opinion on this. So let us kind of know if, if you uh, are we legally uh, are are we allowed to open it th- at this point? Having tried as many times as we have to put it back into circulation or or well, what's our culpability here? The, Should the, we just toss it? What do we do?
1: The mystery is so deep. Yeah. How he got your address from Anaheim. Well, and, and, and by the way, people who are listening outside of California, Anaheim is about 30 miles away. Yeah. Twenty five miles away. Yeah. It's not like. In the next state, but I keep thinking that it was obviously somebody like on
0: near Ryan's address, maybe that was like doing the old like smoke and mirrors and was hoping to like pick it up while it was still sitting on mm, your porch,
2: not realizing I'm home all day. Yeah, well, they have had three opportunities. Um, the other, uh, have you, you're a very smart guy. You're, we've talked about this in other
1: episodes. Ryan Hatch is like one of the smartest guys of all, that's all why of our he's friends. on the
2: show. Wow,
1: but like. To you know, you have to have thought about the possibility of what's going
2: on here. Oh, oh, I have. I mean, G- Grant, give me I've,
1: one more. What I mean, what? I mean,
2: so all I can think so there's 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 why why do you want something? Why you want something to get shipped someplace, but you don't want it them to know where you shipped it. So right. that makes it. You know, it's got to be on the. I'll tell you what,
0: it makes it. Something I want to open. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
2: <laughs> you know, it's not very heavy, so I don't think there's cash. I don't think there's any cash in it, but because um, cash is heavy, cash, cash is kind of heavy. heavy. Yeah.
0: Hey Siri, how much does one million dollars weigh?
1: Here's an answer from reference.com: One million dollars in one dollar bills weighs about 1.1 tons, or 2,202 pounds, in the avoirdupois system, which is what's used in the United States. According to the U.S. Department of the Treasury, a dollar bill weighs exactly one gram, regardless of denomination.
0: So yeah, let us know. We want. I want to open it.
1: It's that is a real crime mystery.
0: We're gonna re re explore it next week. So the so Jeremy le-
1: Webisodes is going the to mystery solve box. The mystery it's
0: not box. even from Coach Baseball. I mean, it's a true mystery box. Which makes it that much more fun, and we should have to sample whatever's inside it, just like if it was from Coach Bay. And then
1: the fact that Ryan was almost incarcerated for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the but. guy was like, oh, that's illegal. What nothing to do with this thing? That's so weird. Uh, and
2: I, when I was at the post office, I'm like, no, 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 I was trying, I was trying to keep it down. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't have anything to do with this thing. And there was a guy next, standing next to me, the thing, looking at me like. He's giving you that. Hey, this guy's looking at wink. me like. Like, on your wow. side or not on your side? Uh, like, he was on my side. Like, he also was thinking, was like, it's so ridiculous. This guy's getting mad at you. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I brought it back. You know what? Next time, I'm just going to open the door and chuck it in.
0: Yeah. Or we're just going to open it here. Or we're just. So. Yeah. In in theory. That's that's what I want to do. Allegedly. We're, we're going to re-explore it next week. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, because none of this is actually real. This is all for entertainment value only. And uh, so, yeah, please let us know what your opinion is. It's a choose your own adventure.
1: It is a choose your own adventure, right?
0: which was great.
1: Do you go back to the post office? Do you open it? Do you give it to Jeremy? If you go to Jeremy, turn to page 57. Right. if you open the package, go back to page 18. Oops, you died.
0: <laughs> a, you,
1: space yeah, a space alien killed you. A space
0: alien dropped the <laughs> minute if you died, in which gets you like, oh shit, I meant to go to 37. Like, I didn't really mean to go to 57. I cheated. I cheating his mother's mother. Oh, those are the most cheating every, books ever. And you, just, and you felt terrible about yourself.
2: What? Knowing that you were cheating in a, a Choose Your Own Adventure book. Uh, no, no, no. My, my favorite... Was the read the three? You read the first four pages, fifteen pages, whatever, and then you're like, choose, and you go that one, and he dies immediately, and you're like, sorry, that was the whole book, like, and like I got, I got. Ryan doesn't read. Ryan would just put it away. Once you get
0: to the point, Ryan doesn't read. I like to just read the thing cover to cover and just be like, this makes no sense (laughs) whatsoever. All right, so that's what we're gonna end on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know whether or not we open the box next week, and uh, and we're gonna do it. I want to. I'm just gonna let you know I want to. So, what's your vote, Josh? Open it or, or send it back again?
1: I, I I don't open it.
0: Don't open it. Of course, that's your vote. Well,
1: that's my. It's two reasons. One, it's not our package, and two, I personally and selfishly want to solve the mystery.
0: Okay. Well, you do. The I'm reason, going sorry.
1: to page eighty-seven. Right. I want to see like three more pages before
2: the alienates me. Yeah.
0: All right. How about Ryan? you? What's your vote, Ryan? Um,
2: I'm, I think I'm inclined to open it. Okay, like, at this point, you I, I put out the effort. I drove to the post office. Twice? No, I, just oh, you once, and then I gave once. it to my, you know, letter carrier. Uh, letter carrier. Yeah. Hello, 1940. I know.
0: Or, <laughs> or 2021. You don't want to put a sex on it.
2: No. My mail person.
0: Yeah. How about you, Simon? Open it or close it. Or open it or send it back. Oh, but he wants to do it right now. Yeah, we're not doing it right now.
1: And by the way, in two thousand twenty, that, that was a vote for open. By
0: 2021, the way, two
1: thousand twenty-one, we'll introduce everyone to Simon. Yeah, Simon, this is <laughs> <the new laughs> Simon.
0: All right. Well, thanks for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it, it felt great to be back. I feel like we haven't been here for a long time. Was it only been a week? Three. Well, it felt great to be back. I missed you guys. I love you guys. And I, and I love you, ladies and gentlemen. Sharing this night with you every week um, is my favorite night of the week. So thanks for being here. Please let us know whether or not you think we should open the box or not. And we'll see you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast.